Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are talking all about the cruise collection of weddings, vow renewals, and commitment ceremonies offered by Disney's fairy tale weddings on the Disney Cruise Line. I'm joined today by Lisa Reese, who is a Disney travel agent with Pixie and Pirate Destinations. And not only does she work with a lot of Disney Cruise Brides, but she is a Disney Cruise Bride herself. So she's going to have a lot of insight for us as we discuss what all is included and how the whole day goes. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Hello. Thanks so much for joining me today. I think this is going to be great because the listeners are going to get a lot of benefit out of hearing your side as we discuss all of the options. That is one of the reasons that a lot of the brides come to our agency is because I have the firsthand experience. Cool. So I'll just give a quick overview here of the cruise collection. Basically, you can think of the cruise collection as an escape wedding at sea. So like the escape wedding at Walt Disney World, it's a package. It comes with a lot of stuff. Unlike the Escape Collection, it's not very flexible. Uh, There's not a lot you can do to customize it, although you have a few choices. But we'll go over all of that in depth in a minute. Uh, The first things you should know, the number of guests is up to eight people plus the bride and groom. And you can have more than that. But if you have over 10 people total, including yourself, you will have a charge of $20 per guest, which covers supposedly the cake and the champagne. Now, Lisa, you had, did you have more than the 10 guests at your wedding? We did. We had 30 guests. Okay. And the cake was the same size as brides who have 10 guests. See, I I wonder about that. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Maybe it's just more hassle for them. I don't know. Um, Price-wise, the package package is actually going up in 2013, so I'm going to give you all the prices. For 2012, the onboard ceremonies cost $2,500, and the castaway key ceremonies cost $3,500. The difference being onboard, you get married uh, on one of the decks or in one of the event spaces on the ship, Castaway Key, you get married with your toes in the sand on the beach. Now in 2013, the price is going to go up. It's going to be $3,000 for the onboard ceremonies and $4,000 for Castaway Key. But the good part is this includes your tax and service charge. So you're not going to have any hidden fees unless you requested an addition that you don't remember. (laughs) Um, And also there's no minimum expenditure. So unlike a wishes or an escape event, escape events also are packages, but if you decide you want to add a private catered dinner, say, suddenly these can trigger a minimum amount of money that you have to spend. With the cruise line, it's just a package. You pay for the package and you get what's in the package. The Day of your ceremony is actually determined by the captain and the cruise line. Disney can usually tell you about 45 days out when and where your ceremony is going to be, but if there's crazy weather or anything changes, the captain has the right to change the date of your wedding. So it's never quite sure. Uh, But in general, if you're having an onboard ceremony and you're going to be stopping at Nassau during any part of your trip, the ceremony will be on the Nassau day. 
Otherwise, it will be on a C day usually, but again, it could change. <laughs> and that is one of the reasons why you should never have anything imprinted with the date of your wedding because it will, it could change. And if it does change, then you're stuck with programs that have the wrong date. Right. That's a really good point. Also, something we should mention is that technically, if you have to legally be married, because sometimes people get married at the courthouse and then they do their ceremony on the ship. But if you do need to legally be married, you will actually be married on the day of departure at the dock. Well, you're not standing on the dock. <laughs> Lisa, you can tell us a little bit about that. But um, so technically, the date will be the day that your cruise departs. Now, of course, you can choose whatever day you want to celebrate. So like Lisa says, if you decide to pick the day that your ceremony's on, do not get anything set in stone or engraved on anything until you actually have had the ceremony and you know what day it is. And personally, I lived on the wild side. And I did tag made for inside my dress with the date that we were going to be on Castaway Key. And thankfully, that was the day we went to Castaway Key and everything turned out. Not something I recommend. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I didn't know you could do that with a, a tag. That's a good idea. And then the time of the wedding, in general, if you're having a Castaway Key wedding, it's at 10 a.m., which is nice because the weather's still, it's still cool out, and then you'll have the rest of the day to play on Castaway Key. And then if you're having an onboard ceremony, those are usually at 4 p.m., 4.30 p.m., or 5.30 p.m. Now, where are they held? Well, obviously, if you're on Castaway Key, you're on this beautiful beach overlooking the lagoon. You can see the ship in the background and all the people having fun on the beach, but you're up sort of above the people on the beach. And Lisa, you can speak to this a bit because uh, people are pretty much behind the ceremony. I mean, it's not like you're totally secluded up there, right? You are not. You used to be more secluded, but they expanded the beach at Castaway Key. You are pretty much in the center of the family beach does do a really good job of keeping non-wedding guests away from the site. And since it happens at 10 o'clock in the morning, the beach is not full to capacity. So um, you do have a little bit of privacy. And they do a good job of not letting a man in speedos walk past <laughs> like, the bride. Especially <laughs> not men in speedos. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. So, and then if you're on board, it depends on what ship you're on. If you're on the Wonder or Magic, it will be on deck seven aft or at Cadillac Lounge or Sessions, depending on which ship you're on. And I think that deck seven aft is usually the preferred, but it's a smaller venue. So if you do have a large group, you'll have to be in one of the lounges. Right, that is correct. Now on the Dream and the Fantasy, they have this beautiful new lounge called Outlook, both ships, where they hold the ceremonies. And then the Dream also has Deck 12 Aft Starboard, which they call the Meridian Patio. And I was looking at the designs, and it looks like that's on the Fantasy too, but Disney's website doesn't list it as a possibility for a ceremony. It does not, and I have not had any clients who have requested that, but they have to have an outside ceremony, I'm thinking which makes me feel like that would be the only deck that they can make private. Right. So I would say if you have your heart set on being outside, it's a good chance you'll be able to have the same Meridian patio on the Fantasy that you would have on the Dream. But again, if you have a larger group, you're going to have to be in Outlook Lounge because there's just not a lot of room on that deck. And I do believe that Disney did a great job with the Outlook Lounge. Um, it pretty much was designed for weddings. I've been on the ships a few times, and I've never seen anyone in there if it wasn't a wedding party. It completely tops getting married in the Cadillac Lounge. That's cool. Yeah, and I like how they have really nice-looking chairs that they can set up in rows if you do do your ceremony there, but then they can move all the chairs because when you get married on Castaway Key, you have your reception back in the lounge if you're on the Dream or the Fantasy. So they can move those aside, and then there's room if you want to do a first dance or whatever. Yes. 
And then, of course, if you have your ceremony on Castaway Key and you're on the Wonder or the Magic, you get to have your reception in Palo while nobody's there because it's the middle of the day, which is cool. It is cool, and it's really cool when you get to go back to Palo and remember that that's where you had your first dance. <laughs> oh, that's a good point because, yeah, then it'll always be a special place for you guys. It will. So then what else comes with this package? Well, there's actually kind of a lot of stuff in it. There's definitely more stuff than is in the escape. You get the fresh flower bouquet and boutonniere. You get an officiant who is a Bahamanian officiant if you are on Castaway Key, and it's a senior ship officer if you are on the ship. Uh, you get a pianist who plays a little electronic keyboard. Uh, they have dress and tuxedo steaming. And something I didn't know about this until recently, and this is just a little thing to know, but they actually make it look like on the ticket that they've charged you for the dress and tuxedo steaming, but it's, it is complimentary, so don't freak out yes. if, if you get the bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, it comes with a two-tier wedding cake with a keepsake Mickey and Minnie topper. And we'll talk in a little bit more about the cake because I'm a huge fan of cake and there always has to be a bit about cake on one of these shows. <laughs> Um, another keepsake you get is you get the Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings cake service set, which is a server and a knife, which is really nice. And a lot of brides at Walt Disney World actually pay to add these to their packages or to their wishes weddings because they like them so much. Uh, and then you also get one bottle of Disney branded champagne. It's not technically champagne. And one bottle of Martinelli sparkling cider. And then you can, of course, add on or upgrade if you want to pay more for different types of drinks. Um, also included is a wedding coordinator who will work with you through the planning process from Florida and then an on-site wedding coordinator who you will meet when you first get to the cruise. And so what's interesting is a lot of times when you're working with your wedding coordinator, the options seem very limited and it doesn't seem like you're getting super personalized service because it is a package. But then when you get there, your on-site wedding coordinator can actually make more things happen for you because they're actually there. Would you say that is the case, Lisa? That is the case, and they do a really good job once you get on board to make things happen. There are things that brides are told cannot happen, and one center that's helping them there does make it happen. Okay, that's great to know. So now, of course, if you're asking for a circus elephant or something, I don't think that's going to happen. But no. <laughs> if it's little things like colors and flavors, I, you know, you might you might do a little better when you're on board. Um, also included, dinner for two at Palo, which, you know, that's an extra upgrade, so that's free. You don't have to pay for that. If you do want to bring your guests, they would have to pay or you would have to pay for them. One thing to add about that is if you are on a four-day or longer cruise where they offer the Palo brunch, you can trade for the brunch. Oh, that's great because I hear that's really popular. It is really popular. I actually prefer it over the dinner, um, but it is nice because then you're worried about fighting the crowds to get in. Okay, good to know. Uh, let's see, what else is in the package? A keepsake wedding certificate, uh, a complimentary 8 by 10 inch photo, and a $100 onboard stateroom credit that you can use for things like excursions or spa treatments, but it will expire if you don't use all of it, so use it up while you're there. And then the last thing that you get, which is actually something that they should probably play up more because it's pretty cool, is because you've booked a wedding or added a wedding to your package, you automatically get concierge service. And this comes with some perks that maybe, Lisa, you could tell us about the booking perk being the biggest one. One of the perks of booking and being concierge is that they're able to make reservations for shore excursions, spa treatments, and hello earlier than if you are a regular cruiser. So while you cannot do it on the 
online form, you would have to actually call Disney and remind them that you are a Disney Cruise Bride and you do get the concierge service. They can help you make these arrangements ahead of time. Interesting. And does that go for Remy as well? It does. It does. They can absolutely help you get in there. Another thing is special treats in your room. And they don't advertise this, and it's not guaranteed. But with every bride I've dealt with and myself, it has been the case. Um, we received a beach towel that had a great big sandcastle. Um, we also received a like keepsake box that was all white and said Disney Fairy Tale Weddings added things that show up in your room throughout the cruise. That's great. Well, that's a good little tip. Even if, as you say, they're not guaranteed, it, it'll be nice if you get things like that. Yes. So when can you book a cruise collection event? Because I know, at least with land-based weddings, a lot of people want to book as early as possible. With the cruise weddings and vow renewals and commitment ceremonies, you can book as soon as the sailing itinerary has been announced and up to three weeks before sailing. The one thing you can't do is book the actual cruise collection wedding package until you've booked your cruise. So that's good to know. Correct. As for a deposit, unlike the land-based weddings, you don't actually put down a flat fee deposit on the cruise wedding, but the cost of the wedding is added to the price of your cruise. So when you make a deposit on the cruise, it's going to be larger because instead of just paying 20% of the cruise price, you're now paying 20% of the cruise plus the wedding. So some other things to know about the cruise collection. A license is no longer included. It used to be cool. They used to include the cost of your marriage license, if you needed one, in the package. But of course, then it got tricky because some people were doing vow renewals or they had already gotten married. And so they just took it out altogether. But you can actually get your own fairly easily using Brevard County, Florida's mail-away license service. And I'll put a link to this in the post for this show. Uh, Disney will tell you about a service you can use that will charge you money to do exactly what you would do yourself if you used Brevard County. So instead of just paying 93 bucks for the license, you also pay you know hundreds more dollars on top of that for them to send you paperwork that Brevard County would have sent you. You still have to get it notarized yourself and send it back and they just act as a middleman. So this is one of the things that really irks me <laughs> because there's no reason anybody should have to pay hundreds of dollars to get their license done by mail. No, and there's no reason to have removed it from the package that did make it appealing to a lot of brides because when you're dealing with the cruise collection, it's like a one-stop shop. You get these things included and you really don't have to think too much or plan too much. And since they've removed that, it is kind of disappointing. And can you talk to us a little bit about how the legal ceremony works? Because if, say you do decide, okay, we're going to do the legal ceremony when we're there. We're not going to get married first. I heard they used to take you into this room, at, actually at the port, and they would do the, a notary would do the ceremony, but then you guys got to do it actually on the ship. Yes, every bride I've ever dealt with, including myself, we have done it on the ship, right in front of the Walt Disney Theater, the great big picture of Walt himself, which was kind of nice, having a little added guest at the wedding. <laughs> and... Basically, it was just a really simple ceremony. We personally chose just to have our maid of honor and best man there to count as our witnesses. We actually signed the license, and we didn't want cast members to sign. Um, some people have the entire party that's with them there, and some people sneak off and do it and don't tell anyone. Interesting. Well, you can actually see a picture of Lisa and Peter having their legal ceremony inside Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons in the cruise chapter because I have a great picture of the two of them with the cheesy bouquet in front of Walt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, the license, you get that out of the way. What are some things you can do to upgrade the package? There's not a lot, but we're going to go over what you can do. And just, I should note, the reason it's so restrictive is that this is all at sea. You know, they don't have an infinite number of flowers they can w work with because they have to transport them actually from Florida to the ship. So it's not like they have their own, you know, botanical garden they can select from. Um, and the cakes you're going to find are also kind of limited. So we'll talk about this. First of all, bouquets. You get a bouquet and a boutonniere, and they have four, six, a uh, pretty decent selection that you can choose from. But usually the only thing you can swap is colors because they have selected these flowers as the hardiest flowers that are going to survive the whole trip and still look good on your wedding day. They do offer a floral upgrade, $50 to increase the size of the bouquet slightly. Um, this is something I did and it was not that big of a difference. Interesting. And I think they also charge extra if you want calla lilies versus the other bouquets. And then you can do things like add crystal hidden mickeys or bling as they call it. So there are ways to sort of plus your bouquet, but there isn't, it isn't a case where you can just send them some photo of a bouquet you got on the knot and say, I want this one because they just, they don't have the flexibility to do that, unfortunately. Uh, you can also add other bouquets if you're going to have bridesmaids. You can add decor. They even have these cool-looking tiki torches that you can put out at the beach, of course, not on the decks. <laughs> and they, they line the aisle with conch shells that are a nice upgrade that was not offered in the past. Interesting. And then, of course, you can bring your own floral if you bring your own silks or, you know, real touch or whatever you bring. Some people even do like clay flowers or something interesting from Etsy. So that might be a good choice if you don't see what you want. Uh, just bring your own. We did that for our bridesmaids. And a florist who does have permission to deliver to the Disney ships at Port Canaveral. And we actually had our parents, boutonnieres and corsages delivered by her along with the flower for my hair. Oh, that's great. The only problem with that is they'll be delivered to your room and you're fresh until the day of the wedding, which if you're on a seven-day cruise could be at the very end if you're getting married on Castaway Key. Interesting. And so they can't put them in a refrigerator for you or anything? They say they can't. And that's one of those things that is different once I got on board. I was fully prepared to stack them in my refrigerator. And my don't worry about it. He'll deliver them the morning of along with my bouquet. Oh, great. Okay, that's cool. And all the information for this florist is in Passporters, Disney Weddings, and Honeymoons. And I will also put it in the post for this show so that you can contact them. Great. They are very wonderful to work with. Every cruise we go on, I have like a gift basket delivered to my niece and nephew from the florist and they personalize them and make them great. Oh, that's good. That's really good to know from a past Disney bride. <laughs> um, and the other thing I see asked a lot on the message boards is, can you bring your bouquet back? Because of course, customs won't let you bring live plants and things, but you can actually bring your bouquet because it's not a live plant. It's cut flowers. So don't feel like you have to leave it behind in the stateroom if it still looks pretty good and you want to take it with you. I wish when I had my Magic Kingdom photo shoot, getting a whole new bouquet to use. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and that's another cool thing about the cruise line weddings is that you are eligible to do a Magic Kingdom bridal portrait session or one at any of the other parks. But only Disney brides and grooms can do the Magic Kingdom. So because you've had a cruise collection event, you can do your bridal portrait there. Yes, that is one of the best added perks of the cruise wedding and the deciding factor for me to have a cruise wedding. Because for some reason those pictures are more important to me than anything else. <laughs> no, I, it's a, it really captures the imagination. I totally understand. <laughs> And then the only other thing not allowed is sand ceremonies and unity candles due to, I guess, customs regulations or safety or something. But that's something you see a lot of 
at escape weddings at Walt Disney World, but you can't do those on a cruise collection event. So let's talk about the cake, my favorite part of the show. Uh, <laughs> they only have four styles to choose from, not as many as the escape collection, but more than they've had in the past. And all of them are white on white, so it would be, you know, white polka dots on a white background or white flowers on a white background. Uh, there's one style, the fourth style is a newer one that is like beaches, it's called beach something and it's like got shells and coral and stuff, but that's a $75 up charge. And then the other thing to know is no customization. So people in the past have been able to get like pink on white. I think you got pink on white, right? I did have pink on white. Well, no longer. <laughs> They've <laughs> lowered the boom. Uh, they really, because again, it's a small operation. It's all portable floating at sea. They don't have a huge team of pastry chefs like they do at the Grand Floridian. They have to really limit what they can offer. So unfortunately, changing your colors, doing a Mad Hatter cake, things that you would be able to do at Walt Disney World, you can't do on the cruise. But if you're into paying for flowers, they can do a flower topper or, you know, add floral to your cake to make it look different. I wouldn't advertise that they will do the flower topper because I know a bride who very recently was told she could not have fresh flowers put on the cake unless they were edible flowers. Like they wouldn't do like the roses they used to put on there. That's so funny because I just got a picture from a recent bride who had fresh floral on top. See, that is how it goes <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Well, they have it on their website, so maybe your bride okay. should say, then why is it on your website? Although, as we all know, Disney's website is wrong so often, maybe that's not a good... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you've been warned, future brides and grooms may or may not be able to add the floral. But you can bring, like, gum paste flowers or things like that that you've either made yourself or had made. Oh, yeah. And I have had a bride who, ahead of time, just stick them in. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, cool. Now, the flavors, also very limited. Your cake flavor choices are vanilla, chocolate, or marble. <laughs> I'm mixing the vanilla and the chocolate. And then the filling choices now are vanilla bean buttercream, lemon buttercream, raspberry buttercream, chocolate truffle mousse, white chocolate truffle mousse, and milk chocolate caramel ganache. Or you can get their specialty cake, which is called chocolate fudge cake with chocolate ganache filling. But that one you can't do like different combinations. If you get that one, that's all you get. The others, if you want to do different flavor combos in each tier, you can do that. So if you can't decide, might be good to have the top tier be one flavor and the bottom tier be another flavor. That is what we did. And my guests still talk about that being the best cake they've ever tasted. Oh, neat. What flavors did you pick? Um, we had chocolate cake with chocolate filling, and then we had white cake with strawberry filling. Oh, neat. Okay, cool. And now, do they let you bring that off the ship, or is that not allowed through customs? Um, we took ours off. I don't know if it's allowed or not, but I brought a Tupperware container, and we kept it in the fridge. Got it one more day after that. I do know some brides have left it and said to give it to the crew, and when they do that, they take it down in the crew kitchen, and they, because although we had 30 people, and our cake have you know, four people, we still had half the cake left. Wow. Yeah, they're a lot bigger than you think, especially when you are eating the top tier. Yes. So, and if you are someone who's sentimental and wants to, you know, a lot of people want to save the top tier for their first anniversary, my advice is always get a replica made on your first anniversary, and then it's fresh and delicious, and you have the same idea. <laughs> I agree completely. <laughs> So let's see. And then champagne and cider, like we said, you get one bottle of each, and then you can, of course, upgrade them for an additional cost to the sky is the limit. And that is part of what is covered 
by the upcharge for the additional guest because one bottle of each is included when you have 10 guests. But if you have 30 guests, then they're going to get five or six bottles. So what else would you want to upgrade with the package? Well, for one thing, there is no photography included. So if you want the ship's photographers, who are not Disney photographers, it's an independent contractor who sails with the ship. But if you want the ship's photographers to take photos, you need to notify them in advance. And then they have three packages that you can buy. Uh, there's a celebration package that's $350, and it includes 5 by 7 inch prints. You get 20 of those, 5 8 by 10 inch prints, and one 8 by 10 inch folio. But there's an $85 surcharge if you get this package for Castaway Key, probably because of the time that it takes to get out there and everything. And maybe you want to take more pictures when you're out there. And then there's the Wishes package, which is about $550. That has 35 by 7 inch prints, 15 8 by 10s, and one 5 by 7 inch photo album. And then the top package is the Magic package, which costs $1,000. Okay, $999.95. And that has 35 by 7 inch prints, 38 by 10 inch prints, 25 wedding announcements, one 5 by 7 photo album, one 8 by 10 photo album, and a disc with all the images. Now, if you're like brides at Walt Disney World, you're probably like, okay, how can I get just a disc of images? Unfortunately, Disney or this company that runs the photography on board will not sell you just the disc of images. Either you have to buy the magic package that includes a disc or you buy one of the lower packages and then you pay about $400 additional to get the disc of images. And it does not matter how much you beg, will not just sell you the disc. And I'm some experience here. <laughs> um, the reason that I wanted to do that personally was because the last day of our cruise, we had to decide which 5x7s we were choosing, which 8x10s we were choosing, and we spent four hours locked in our cabin going over these pictures. Then when we took them back to shutters to tell them which ones we wanted, the ones we didn't want, we watched them just throw away right uh. in the bin in front of our face. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because like you say, how can you decide? I mean, it took me weeks to go through all of our pictures to decide which ones I liked. So if you can get the disc, like buy the cheapest package and then buy the disc, then at least you can print your make your own prints when you get home. And that was one of the things that we were banking on when we picked, and that's why it only took us four hours, because we figured that we would just have our own prints printed, so we used an outside printer. Well, and that's a good point, too. If Disney's shipboard photography is not your style in general, like the poses and the photography, you can bring your own photographer on board and have them shoot your wedding. You just have to pay for their cruise, usually. I mean, there are some photographers who will... You know, they won't charge you anything extra if you pay for their cruise. It just depends on individual photographers' policies. But that can be a good way because then instead of having to, you know, pick your prints the last night or worry about which package, that photographer will no doubt provide you with the disc and plenty of time to choose your images afterwards. And that would be my one do-over about my wedding, especially for the three and four night cruises. And if you find a photographer who will do it in exchange for the cost of their cruise and their travel, which is usually what the photographers will charge, you end up with artistic, beautiful pictures, and you have them to take pictures while you're getting ready and around the ship. So it is something that I recommend to all the brides I deal with. And I believe out of the four brides that I have sailing within the next year, three of them are bringing their own photographer. Interesting. So yeah, because the magic package is like a thousand bucks. Can't you get a cruise for less than a thousand bucks? You can get, well, for the three nights you can, and for the four nights, right about a 1000 depending on the date of the sailing. Great. That's a great tip. 
One other thing I wanted to talk about, we touched on the dinner at Palo a little bit earlier, but there is actually a private room in Palo that you can get, but you have to have a group of an exact number of between 12 and 14 people in order to reserve it. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? That is a great option. I do know of some brides who have had that and basically had a reception. Um, the problem is Disney will not let you book that unless you are a, well, it's basically done on a first-come, first-served basis. Unless you have a platinum cruiser with you, it's hard to get that, and that is something that the concierge will not help with. Interesting. So who qualifies as a platinum cruiser? You have to have at least sailed 10 times with Disney to be platinum. The next level down is a gold cruiser, which is five times with Disney. And sometimes they have luck getting the private room. And so is it their status or is it the fact that because they're platinum, they can book before even concierge? That is, well, it's at the same time. It's at the 120 day mark. But that is something that concierge, like not included in the concierge package. And your onboard coordinator will not help you reserve the private room. And the wedding coordinator in Florida can't help you either? No. Hmm. Interesting. It's very exclusive, but it is nice. It's so beautiful. And the private room when the fantasy and the dream, it, like, it's so beautiful. We had a tour, and my favorite waitress in Palo was telling us that they had the carpets specifically made for that room and that the carpet alone cost $25,000. Wow. No wonder they don't like kids in there. <laughs> so Lisa, since you've been through this and you know a bunch of people who have, can you just give us an overview of how the wedding day will go depending on whether you're in Castaway Key or you're doing an onboard ceremony? What, what does it look like? It's an early morning, especially when you're in Castaway Key. We'll open up the spa if you do wish to have your hair professionally done. They do not have a makeup artist on board. Although some of the cosmetologists in the spa will offer to do your makeup for an additional charge. Personally, I did mine myself because I figured I was going swimming later that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I woke up. I got ready. Well, I woke up. I kicked my soon-to-be husband out of the room, and then I got ready. They, all of my guests, had to meet down in the lobby at 9 a.m. Straggled in, and by 9.20, Disney escorted them off the ship, and they did take a private tram over to the ceremony location while my dad and I waited in our room. They got us about 9.40, and they took us to the site in the golf cart, and the wedding started precisely at 10 o'clock. I wanted to stick to the timeline because I knew I wanted time to enjoy Castaway Key. But actually, my husband and I were on the beach by 1 o'clock, and... My guests were on the beach by 12.30, and that was after the ceremony, and then our reception in Pella was probably about an hour, and we took some pictures around the ship. The timeline is pretty similar for the weddings that take place on board, um, except they're not quite so early. <laughs> Basically, they have the afternoon to get ready, and your wedding coordinator will help you book the hair, and then they, all the guests are there first, and then escort the bride and groom in or the grooms there usually, but escort the bride in. Like with the wedding on board, if it's taking place in the same room, it seems to go quicker. So they have their cake and champagne. We actually ourselves provided the DJ with a CD of our first song, but you can have him play one. I do know of another bride who ahead of time sent the sheet music to the ship. It's not a DJ. It's still the same 
piano player, but he does have access to the DJing equipment. We provided him with a CD. Also on the CD, we included the first dance song for all of the guests that we had there, like all of the, the couples who went with us. We included their song, and they played that while we ate our cake. Oh, that's great. That's a great idea. One thing I wanted to ask you as a travel agent, is there any kind of perk to setting up your cruise as a group with your guests? Like, do you get, do travel agencies give you little perks or something because you've done a group reservation? Well, basically not released any group space in the dream or the fantasy since they have set sail. I have not been able to secure any of the weddings I've done as a specific group. That being said, I personally set up a web page for each bride to keep track of the room numbers with information about the transportation and pre and post all of their guests informed. Then after everyone's booked all of their online reservations for excursions in Palo, I link them all together in Disney's system so all be together at the same dining table. And we can request for a seating chart, which is basically just a piece of paper saying who's at what table to be provided to the bride so she can fill that out just to make sure that like her college friends aren't sitting with her grandmother. <laughs> so we've done that. Having a travel agent handle everything, even if it's an unofficial group, we offer special onboard credits for the bride and all the guests or that they're all linked together. And there's one point of contact, which does make it easier and helps relieve the stress for a bride when she is planning. And like, there's no fee. Right, right. Now, can you do a group officially for the Wonder and the Magic? I have not done any weddings on the Wonder Met Sale. Hmm. There used to be group space. And I know like when I did my wedding, it did qualify as a specific group. And it's basically this because if Disney has enough availability on the cruise, sometimes they will open it up for groups. There isn't a real benefit for the guest if it's a group. Travel agents get an extra kickback for having a group, but in, which in turn I have passed on. But there used to be a $50 off per room They've done away with that. So I think they're just weeding out the group cruises where they're official group cruises. But we treat them as a group when we do it. Interesting. So you get the guest gets a benefit without having to worry about it, whether or not it's officially a group or not. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Is there any place online that people can go to see photos or the story of your wedding? I do have it listed when it's listed on my personal website, Lisa's Trip Report. Dot wordpress.com and it's also on the discords oh great okay that's cool i'll put a link in the post so thank you so much for sharing your time today i think you've offered a lot of great tips and wonderful insight for anyone who's considering a cruise collection wedding or a vow renewal or commitment ceremony and i appreciate your taking the time to share with us well thank you for having me and if anyone has any questions about the cruise they can contact me personally um, rather they're using me as a travel agent or not I am there to help any of the Disney Cruise Brides because when I went into it it was completely blind and there were so few who were active on the internet so my email address is lisa at pixieempiresdestinations.com Wonderful, thanks so much for sharing that Lisa Thank you that's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, 
questions and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>